Welcome back, race fans, to the Pit Road Podcast. NASCAR is back, and it could not feel better. What a race on Sunday. It was a great start to get this season back rolling again, and there's more races on the way. Uh, This is Tuesday the 19th, so we have an Xfinity race tonight, a cup race tomorrow night, and then I'll cover the rest of the schedule, uh, or at least schedule through May uh, here in just a little bit. Uh, I first want to start off by saying sorry that this is like a week and a half after the first uh, episode because uh, I was out of town last week, uh, so I did not have time to do it on Thursday, unfortunately, but I also wanted to move it to more of a Monday, Tuesday time spot anyways because that would catch up after the Sunday races because although there's races on Wednesdays, this Wednesday and next Wednesday, after that, it's going to go back to, to Sunday racing for a little while, at least through early part of June at the moment. Um, but either way, uh, it's been exciting before I talk about Darlington. I do want to do a little bit of housekeeping, uh, because I did not get to this in the last episode. Um, but I want to just qu- a couple of quick little notes here of news in the NASCAR world. Uh, most of this you already know about, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, but I just do want to at least acknowledge some of this. Ryan Newman was back in the car on Sunday, back in that number six, uh, Rush Fenway ride, uh, which was good to see. He, uh, he went through some uh, some testing for the NASCAR where he had to actually go. He actually had to drive a few laps around Darlington um, and uh, and was given the go-ahead by NASCAR to get reinstated. He also was given a waiver so that although he missed several races, he is still eligible for the playoffs. Um, so, uh, like I said, he's eligible back in the car. He is back in the car, and he raced this past Sunday. He'll be racing again uh, tomorrow and, and for the foreseeable future. Uh, next up is, uh, again, something I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on, the Kyle Larson controversy. Um, anyone listening to this probably already knows what happened, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, during an iSimulate race, not one of the ones broadcast on Fox, but on the iSimulate race that were done online, just as, as, as an extra ones on top of the broadcast ones, um, Kyle Larson was participating in one of them and just kind of flippantly dropped a racial slur. He, uh, he, for some reason, thought his audio wasn't working and no one could hear him and decided that was a good time to do that. Um, it, it was, it, there's never a good time to drop a racial slur. I think we can all agree on that. It's not necessary. And just the way he just so flippantly tossed it out there, it just, it, it didn't make sense. I mean, it wouldn't make sense anyways, but either way, it still didn't, it made no sense. But um, that came crashing down on him pretty quick because he thought no one could hear him. Well, everyone heard him. Um, and so... Uh, Pretty quickly, you throw out a racial slur like that, and people are going to react pretty quickly. Chip Ganassi suspended him off the bat, um, like within hours of it happening. Uh, it looked like he was going to kind of face a long suspension for it. Well, I think it was like a Saturday night it happened. By Monday, sponsors were pulling out. Uh, all, all the car sponsors were going to pull their sponsorships completely if he was going to remain in the car. Uh, at the same time, NASCAR suspended him indefinitely, and so Chip Ganassi really had no other choice but to fire Kyle Larson. So Kyle Larson fired and removed from the 42 car, um, and so going hand-in-hand with that was they needed someone to to drive that 42 car now because the sponsors did remain since Kyle was, was uh, fired, and uh, reports were that, that Chip Ganassi initially talked to Carl Edwards, Edwards, uh, I guess was not interested in, in returning to NASCAR in any capacity. And so he reached out next to Matt Kenseth and Matt Kenseth apparently jumped at the bit. So 
Kenseth is back in the 40. He's back in uh, NASCAR. He, last time he raced was in 2018, a few races. He's back. He'll race the 42 full-time through the end of the year um, thus far. With That's what's been announced. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. He had a pretty good run, actually, at Darlington this week. But he is the full-time driver for the, for, the 42 uh, for the rest of this year, and they'll kind of go from there. Um, that's kind of the two big pieces of news. The other thing I want to talk about, the part that also really interests me, is the free agency part of it. Kyle Larson was in the last year of his contract with Chip Ganassi and was expected to be the top free agent in NASCAR um, and was pegged to replace, uh, most likely replace Jimmy Johnson in the 48. Now, that hadn't been announced or anything like that, but most everyone saw that as that's where he was going to go. He was going to fill in for the 48 because this is Jimmy's last season as of now. He's also expressed that maybe he's not totally sure on that. Um, the last thing I read said that he was unsure of it during the break. Now that they're back to racing, he's still uh, continu- continuing as if he's going to retire. So um, if that is the, the case, then they, someone ha- someone will have to be signed to fill in the 48. And right now, there's no one to be signed. And I, I'll tell you right now, I, I don't in any way see Hendrick signing Kyle Larson. I don't, I don't know that anyone will sign Kyle Larson this year by any means, next year either. Um, but when it comes to free agency, there's been a couple of bits of news. Uh, Ryan Blaney was going to be another free agent. He signed a multi-year deal with Penske. They wanted to keep him around for a long time. Um, so they've re-signed him. Uh, Brad Keselowski's contract runs out after this year, and he has not been signed yet. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. The other deal signed was that Hendrick did sign Alex Bowman, driver of the 88 car, to uh, a one-year deal. He was going to run up after this season. He's now signed through next season, uh, and they'll kind of go from there. I think that was kind of smart by Hendrick. Just with everything that's going on, let's just seal that 88 car for a little while and then kind of go from there. Uh, beyond that, there are still free agents out there that, that will have to be signed at some point. Um, I know that Clint Boyer's contract is coming up, Eric Amarola, uh, Brad Kozlowski, those guys in particular, uh, amongst a few others. I know that from what I have read, there are several um, uh, NASCAR experts that think that if Jimmy does indeed retire, that Brad could end up in that 48 car, uh, which would be quite interesting. Um, it, it would not surprise me by any means. They're, they're going to want someone in there that can put them you know, right there at you know, someone that's already a champion and is still in the prime and, and could still win some more championships. I don't think there's any better driver at the moment that's a free agent if you're going to fill the 48 car with someone than Brad Kozlowski. They don't have to sign him to a four- or five-year deal. They can sign him to, uh, say, two or three years even and while he's still in his prime and then move on from there uh, to some of these younger talent that's around. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be uh, very interesting because the other thing, too, is uh, Stuart Haas Racing, which is Kevin Harvick, who has signed through 2023, so he's good. Cole Custer, who is uh, who is not signed to a long-term deal, but is seen as a long-term option, uh, is not expected to go anywhere. But again, Clint Boyer and Eric Amarola, both of them expire after this season, and a lot of people don't expect uh, them to get re-signed. In particular, Eric Amarola is not really expected to get re-signed uh, to Stuart Haas. And there's talk that um, you know that they have several options uh, out there, but the one of the one of the things I've read is that. If Kyle Larson was to make his return to Sprint Cup, it would be most likely Stuart Haas. Because if there's anyone that can help rehab his image, it's, it's going to be Stuart Haas. And anyone that's willing to take on that um, that task of trying to rehab him, it would be them. 
Um, they, they, they definitely have a little bit deeper pockets when it comes to um, sponsors as well. They could toss on like the Haas sponsorship or something like that for a little while until Larson can prove that he won't say dumb stuff. So we'll see what happens. Um, the other thing with Stuart Haas as well is that people think that Chase Briscoe could be promoted from Xfinity. Um, Corey LaJoy could get uh, signed up. You know, he's racing for a smaller team right now. I can't think of the, the name escapes me. Um, uh, Go Fast Racing, which is actually an affiliate of Stuart Haas. Um, so there's certainly quite a few ways they can go with that. Um, I, I would be surprised if they let go of Boyer. I, I can almost see him re-signing Boyer to a one or two year deal, but getting rid of Almarola in exchange for either Chase Briscoe or even Kyle Larson. So, you know, we'll see that the, I'm, I'm not going to keep beating this up for now. There's so much to talk about when it comes to free agency, but there's so much other exciting news out there that I'm not going to keep beating this horse right now. So let's kind of keep moving on and talk about the race. The race was awesome. I mean, it, it was I think the fact that there hadn't been a race in quite a while uh, just made it so much better. It probably wasn't the most exciting race, but it definitely had times where it was very exciting. Um, you know, take that back. It was a really exciting race all in all. There was there was a good long green flag run there kind of in the uh, towards the end where it, it might have felt a little bit uh, a little bit slower with the action, but it definitely uh, it really didn't seem to lack. And I think to me, the biggest thing that stands out was End of stage one, Jimmy Johnson's coming out of turn two. He's trying to move Stenhouse out of the way. Um, I know that he had William Byron kind of running up on him a little bit, but he, William Byron was still, I think, four or five tenths behind him. He didn't have to move Stenhouse, but he tried to move Stenhouse. Stenhouse bounced off the wall in the exit of two. Uh, Jimmy's front uh, uh, front end there was right by the back end of Stenhouse, and so he bounced off his... It, you know, when, when Stenhouse bounced off the wall, it bumped the front end of, of Jimmy's car, sent him sliding down towards the inner wall, and he hit the front, uh, or he slid down to the inner wall and crunched the front of his car and ended his day. That That's how stage one ended. So William Byron got the stage win, and Jimmy Johnson's day was done. After leading for a little while, Jimmy was looking so strong, and, uh, and then unfortunately just tried to make a dumb move there when he really should have just, you know, not tried to move Stenhouse the way he did. Um, I don't know, you can certainly debate that on, on, on anything, but when Stenhouse has nothing else to do and he hits the wall, it's not really his fault at that point, you know? Uh, beyond that, there was a couple other good little spots. At one point, William Byron ended up spinning out. Um, and uh, I don't know, just, I, Sunday there was a lot going on, but there, it was just a really good race. I really enjoyed it. I just got to sit back and just enjoy it and take it in. Um, and uh, Kevin Harvick ended up winning the whole thing. He looked really good he was strong there at the end I, no one was going to catch him um it was just not even possible so i would have to say that like i said he by the last half of the race he was the strongest person by far so um i'm trying to i you know i it's funny i had uh the top five memorized for this and then i uh i totally Dropped the ball on it, <laughs> and uh, can't remember who uh, who was in second through fifth. All since it's blanking on me. I did find it interesting that Kevin was wearing uh, that mask and, and victory victory land. I mean, you, you knew he was going to, but it was still interesting just to just to see that, you know, just to see that going on. And um, 
just to see that going on. Sorry, I my uh, I have pop up or something. That's weird. Um, and the the microphone hooked onto the hooked onto the long arm and put out in front of him and all that. The whole whole thing. It was definitely very interesting and uh, kind of just. It, it definitely reminded it, – it's, you know, although you kind of take your mind away from what's going on, it still kind of reminded you of what all was going on. Don't you get too far away from it. Um, Harvick did lead the most laps, by the way, 123 of the 293-lap event. Um, Alex Bowman, that's who finished second. My bad. Uh, Alex Bowman was second place. Kurt Busch took third. So uh, both those guys getting some good finishes there. Bowman, I mean, if he keeps racing well, he'll get a long-term extension. I think Hendrick just wasn't sure because he hasn't – he's raced well, but he hasn't been consistent uh, enough to warrant a long-term um, extension yet. But I think he's getting there. I really do think he's getting there. Uh, I can see why um, – I'm sorry. It was the 17 of Chris Busher he, who he got into, not, uh, not Ricky Stenhouse. Stenhouse, that's right, because Stenhouse – uh, wrecked the very first lap back. Coming out of turn two, Stenhouse just goes sliding down. He also ended up getting loose. He or he got kind of hit in the side by someone. I, I, it was hard to see on the replay who it was. And went down to the inner wall and hit. And I remember feeling so bad for him because it's like, man, first, <laughs> first lap back and he can't even finish it. He gets out of turn two and goes to the inner wall and hits it, crunches up his front end and he was done for the day. Um... Another interesting thing too is how these guys finished is will, is what will determine the starting lineup for tomorrow Wednesday's race. So Harvick will start on the pole. Stenhouse will start at the very back in 40th. Jimmy, I think, actually technically finished in 38th. So Jimmy will start at 38th, um, and they'll kind of go from there. But man, it was uh, it was just quite a uh, quite a race, and it was like it was just so nice to get to watch racing again, and I'm excited. Tonight, uh, this is Tuesday, uh, 5 p.m. Central Time is the Xfinity race, followed by the race tomorrow, uh, which will be uh, at 6.30 Central Time. And then, starting this Sunday, we'll be back to Charlotte. We'll actually go to Charlotte for two races, um, Sunday and Wednesday. The Sunday race will be, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 will be at 5 p.m. The Wednesday race will be at 7 p.m. Um, in between those will be... Uh, Another Xfinity race on the 25th of May, which is actually going to be on uh, Monday, Memorial Day. There'll be an Xfinity race at 6.30 p.m. I kind of wish they were running that sooner in the day, but I also kind of understand why they're not. Um, and then for the rest of the month, the, there, there'll be a Saturday race, uh, the May 31st. Oh, sorry, Saturday, Sunday. What am I thinking? Uh May 31st, which is a Sunday, at 2.30, they'll be racing at Bristol, which is really exciting. And then the week after that, the 7th, they'll be racing at Atlanta. And that'll be both – those, both those are in the afternoon, uh, 2.30 for Bristol and 2 p.m. for Atlanta so far. So um, that's the schedule through the 7th of June. I know they've put out – I believe they've put out more of the schedule, but I just – with the way things – times and all that are going to change, I don't want to go too far out. But what counts is that we got a cup race this Wednesday, so tomorrow – we got two more races next week, Sunday and Wednesday, and then we got more Sunday coming, Bristol and Atlanta. So plenty of more racing. It's uh, it's so exciting. Like I said, I just can't I just can't wait. Um, the plan is to follow up uh, uh, Thursday 
with just a quick bonus one talking about the Xfinity race and the other cup race that's going to happen um, at Darlington. And that'll just be a quick, hopefully five, six minute long one. Um, not like these usual ones. And then the, the rest will be our, and then after that, because I can't do these on Mondays, unfortunately, but Tuesdays I can. So the, the goal will be every Tuesday to come out with this and, you know, we'll be able to recap what's going on on the Sunday races, talk about any other kind of NASCAR news that's going on because there's still a lot going on in the NASCAR world. Despite the fact of everything that's going on right now around the world, in the world of NASCAR, there's still a lot of things happening. Um, and uh, still ton of just a ton of interesting things that's going on. So uh, I'll do my best to keep you guys updated. Um, like I said, keep uh, let me know if there's anything you want me to cover, specifically certain events, or if you were like, hey, this would be a cool segment to do or something like that, anything, um, let me know. And, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll get it figured out. I'm, I'm excited. I like doing this podcast a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm like, I said, my goal is to keep it in under 20 minutes. Cause I know personally, I'm a fan of when there's something I really like, like NASCAR, you know, I want to kind of get here all, all the good stuff, but I don't want it to take three hours. I don't like that. Um, I like just being able to, to get the information and, and kind of keep going. So, um, but I plan to keep doing kind of start out the podcast with some with with whatever news is going on and then talk about the race after that so and just kind of who won and how and just how everything went um but uh thank you guys again for tuning in i i appreciate anyone and everyone that that listens to this and has any kind of um opinions from me or anything like that uh i i appreciate all of that i, I just i just enjoy doing this and i i'm just doing it on my own time and uh maybe one day i can make this a whole big full-time thing but you know we'll we'll see it's gonna be baby steps but everyone take it easy uh enjoy the racing tonight uh tuesday tomorrow night wednesday and then back again on sunday and like i said i'm gonna drop a short one here on thursday and then i'll be back again with a long one next tuesday all right you guys everyone take it easy stay safe Mm -hmm.